Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Thought Card Podcast. Today, we have Christopher Rudder on the show, and we're going to be talking all about T-Bex. Welcome to the Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Well, Weatherless Travel um, focuses on short trips and mini breaks, um, weekend get- getaways, business travel, and um, stopover and layover itineraries. Um, so we try to, you know, plan those trips where you're gone for like a weekend or, you know, and try to figure out what we can do. I create these little itineraries that get people out there. Lots of pictures in my posts, lots of video from a videographer. So, um, you know, try to give people a lot of value and you know, let people know that they can do something in two weeks, or even if they're stuck in the airport for a couple of hours, or you know, an hour or a day, they can they can still get out and do something. So overall, like, tell us why you decided to attend TBEX. It's my first TBEX, so for me, it was just exciting from that standpoint alone. I think when you when you get to a point where you you know you invest some money into something like that, like which includes traveling there and going there, you know it, it starts to you start it helps you justify for yourself that your blog is something that is becoming something and it's worth investing in. So you need to take it to the next level, and the best way to do that is to go to travel blogging conferences like TBEX. Um, that's the you know professional way of, of looking at yourself from a business per, per person like entrepreneur. Um, but then the second part of it is just really to reconnect with people that you've known forever in social media. Um, there was tons of people that I've been you know interacting with through Facebook groups and threads and whatnot, commenting on each other's stuff. You really get to know them really well through their videos and their blogs, and now you finally get to meet them in person. And then on top of that, it's just connecting with people that you already know that you might have, like yourself or Catherine or Kevin um, or Christopher, uh, people that you already know from before. Now they're all there and you all get to hang out in that capacity, which is really cool. Right. And also at TBEX, they also have a brand networking component. So can you tell us a little bit about what your experience was in terms of networking with the brands? Oh, well, the brand that the brands was actually one of my takeaways um, that I was going to discuss later. Um, but we can talk about it now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to talk about it later. But um, OK, so I got the opportunity to work with um, two brands, actually. Um, one of them was Prana. Um, and Prana is a sustainable clothing company, uh, which is really cool. They they shipped me out a bunch of clothing. And I did a couple of campaigns for them, uh, some of them uh, blog posts. I did um, a bunch of Instagram stuff. And it was really great to work with them on that. The clothing was fantastic. I can't believe that they shipped it to me and it actually fit me all perfectly. I mean, I have to admit, I rocked it pretty well. And um, the second campaign that I worked on was uh, Bite Mojo. Uh, Bite Mojo was one of the uh, 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 sponsors there. Not sponsors. Well, were they a sponsor? I'm not sure if they're a sponsor, but they're definitely a brand. And Byte Mojo is, as you know, me and you have worked with apps before a lot. And so Byte Mojo is another another app that um, it, it curates these food tours in specific cities. And basically it gives you sort of like an itinerary 
it's usually about two to three hours and it's usually about two kilometers and it gives you an itinerary where you're walking around the city. You get to explore some uh, sites that the city has to offer, but then you go into these restaurants and you get to try um, little bites of food that's culturally specific. Uh, so I knew already that I was going to Ljubljana in Slovenia later, like right after TBEX. So it just was great that they were actually promoting the Bite Mojo Ljubljana uh, edition of their app. So I jumped on that and they, you know, I went around Ljubljana and I documented my experience, um, you know, trying their food and, and whatnot uh, from the different restaurants that the app was suggesting. And that was really cool. Um, something that I never, I never would have done on my own, to be honest. Uh, so it was nice to be introduced to different specific foods from the culture. And um, yeah, that was fantastic. And these little things work great with my itinerary. So if I have like a two two days in Ljubljana, uh, something like a Bite Mojo tour completely fits in with what my blog and my brand is about, anyways. So it just it was a perfect kind of uh, alignment there. I love that because if we look at TBEX in general, there are different components of TBEX. You have the networking component where you're networking with other travel bloggers, travel journalists, and content creators. And then you have the net, you have also the networking component with the brands. And it's awesome to hear that you were successfully be able to create campaigns with them. So that's really awesome. And then you have the sessions, the breakout sessions where you're learning. So if we look at TBEX Overall, you have the networking and you have the learning component. But what another value added component of TBEX is the press trips. So TBEX has these pre-conference trips and these post-conference trips, which I feel like adds just another layer of value to what TBEX offers. So Chris, were you able to go on any of these free press trips that TBEX was offering? But the one that I went on was um, the Seneca Lake Wine Tour. Um, and I, it was, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I keep saying this, that I'm not a wine guy. And then I completely go to these things and get completely plastered on wine. So I'm not sure why I keep saying that I don't like wine um, when I actually do. But what I discovered on, on this tour is that Seneca Lake region is, it's a really, really amazing wine region. Uh, tons of wineries on Seneca Lake. Um, some history about it is that it's really lower with with regard, like the the elevation is lower, which makes it um really great for growing specific grapes like the Riesling. And um, so they have tons of wineries up and down that that uh, that lake. And so we went on an all day bus tour going to a bunch of wineries. Uh, which was fantastic. And through the tour, I mean, the scenery is beautiful, like vineyards, um, wines are delicious. Uh, and I discovered through the tour, actually, that I really do love sweet wines. And so that's my thing now. So I can't go around saying that I'm not a wine guy. I actually like sweet wines. I don't like dry wines, um, which makes sense because I have a sweet tooth. So, but it was fantastic. It was well put together. I mean, they did a bang up job, T-Bex. It was well put together, jump on the bus, go to your destination. You know, you have time in the wineries. They get to talk about their products, uh, jump on the bus, go to the next one. Um, it was really well put together. Like I give them kudos for setting all that up. It was fantastic. A lot of us, a lot of us travel content creators, we hadn't been to the Finger Lakes region before. So we have these fresh eyes and 
we're able to experience some of the best things to offer. So Chris, we talked about you being able to go to a lot of these vineyards and wineries. And I also was able to do it as well. But the highlight of my press trip was going on a seaplane ride. So you pretty much, and it was awesome. Like you, you literally climb into this small little plane that's on, it's on, that's sitting on the lake. And then within five minutes, you're soaring over, over these beautiful finger lakes and learning about the region and you're seeing it from a bird's eye perspective. So that was pretty, pretty awesome. So that was like the highlight of my trip. But like you said, it was really super organized. You wake up in the morning, you hop on the bus, they plan everything out for you, including lunch and dinner. And it's a great way to kind of start the start the event, I think, for sure. But I know that the post TBEX tours are actually several days. So is that something that you would be interested in doing in the future, Chris? I think so, because um, the next one that is coming up, uh, I, this one was a little bit tricky because it landed in the middle of the week. But the next one uh, that ends on a Friday, which means that you, you have the Saturday and the Sunday there. So it makes it a little bit easier to kind of stay a little bit longer and, you know, explore some of those the ones that they offer after the event. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so let's talk about the learning component. Can you share some of your favorite breakout sessions and what you learned in them? Yeah, sure. Um, you know what's interesting is that the breakout sessions were great, and I wanted to uh, talk about how we, first of all, how we, as, as a group, how we decided to tackle it, because um, I know you're going to talk about strategy, so I'm just going to start before I get into that to talk about how we actually decided to divide and conquer. I thought that was brilliant. So um, what we did was, so myself, you, uh, Catherine, Kevin, Chris, um, we all decided that, you know, we would look at the schedule and figure out, okay, uh, which ones uh, are you interested in going to? And then we figured out, like, if you're really dead set on going to that one, then, you know, maybe I can go to a different one. Um, I thought that was it was really important that we divided and conquer. Sometimes we ended up in the same ones, but for the most part, we were in different ones. And then what we did was we created like a Google Docs and, and a Google Doc, and then everybody took notes during their sessions, and then we all shared it on the Google Docs because you know physically there's so much great stuff going on, and you can't physically be everywhere. I mean, unless you're Hermione Granger and you have like a time. Uh, Turner, and you can literally be everywhere like she was in Harry Potter. Um, you literally can't be everywhere. So it was great that we were able to divide and conquer and, and you know, compile all that information that we could then go back later and look at at our own pace. I thought that was a really great strategy that we did. Um, so kudos to all of us, first of all. I thought that was also brilliant because, like you said, like it, it's when you are able to go to a conference and you know other people, you can strategize a little bit better than if you're just going for the first time and you're by yourself. So if you are going to a conference and you have contacts there already, be sure to utilize them. Swap notes, share, because we're all there to learn and, and we're all pushing each other forward. So totally, totally recommend that strategy. Absolutely. Um, so one of the, the first things that I learned, because um, I mean, this whole TBEX thing, like you're learning all the time and um I, I mean right 
when we were on our way, because we drove from Toronto uh, there, which was like a four hour drive. So there was already like four of us in a car and we're all travel blockers. So, I mean, we have nothing better to do than to talk about our blogs. So, I mean, from there was already the learning starts because we're discussing different things that we're doing. And in the car, um, I learned about two things that um, I thought was really helpful that, um, that I'm using now. Um, one of them is G Suite. Um, I've completely switched over to G Suite, um, and G Suite is definitely something worth looking into for a couple of reasons. It allows you to use your website email address, so that's your actual – so mine is Christopher at RudderlessTravel.com. That's my website email address, but it allows you to use that email address uh, in Google Mail. Um, so you could add all those features that Google Mail has to your actual website address, which was which is really cool. Um, and then if you have the suite, depending on what package you pay for, uh, if you pay five dollars a month, uh, you get like a terabyte um, of of storage. And um, if you do ten dollars a month, you have unlimited storage, and that's a huge deal um, when you're sharing documents, sharing videos. I do a lot of video work, obviously. Um, for myself, but also with Catherine and Kevin. So it's easy to share videos and do all that kind of stuff uh, with an unlimited account. It's fantastic. Um, you can create teams and have, you know, work on specific uh, projects with, with your travel blogging friends. It's just fantastic. Sharing pictures, sharing stuff. It's great. Um, there's tons of other features with, with G Suite, but uh, you could go check that out. Uh, the second one is Mixmax, and Mixmax is an email service. Um, and basically what it does is it lets you know exactly when people open your email. Uh, you can schedule meetings in, in one email. Um, you can create the perfect email with, with one-click templates. You could save all your templates. So when you're pitching and when you're doing things like that, you can literally just click and it'll bring up your template and you could send it off right away. Um, it has great um, setup for your uh, signature where you can add, you know, your, your YouTube and, uh, you know, um, all your other social media contacts at the bottom of the email. Um, you can do polls. You have easy access to, to your G Drive, and it integrates perfectly with Gmail. So it's just fantastic. It sends you reminders. Like, you know when you get tons of emails and these, you know, they're important, but you can't reply to them in that moment? You can literally click on it and have it. Uh, mix max send it back to you like in a couple of days or whatever so that you could tackle it later instead of it just getting buried so it has i mean that's just the beginning but there's so many features with it um there's a free version but then you could either pay for a monthly version or you can pay just for the features that you want so i think it's 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 such an amazing service and those two things I learned just on the way to TBEX. <laughs> that's so cool. I haven't heard of neither of these products. So that's value like straight off the back. For, so that's really great. So what else did you learn at the conference? Well, me and you took that photography course and we were kind of laughing at that one because we thought we would learn. You know, I, I'm always learning stuff about photography. Like I'm, I'm good at photography. I've been doing it for a long time. But there's obviously people that are better than me. So I'm constantly learning. And it was funny that that, particular guy's courses he had some good strategies which um some of them you know i've learned more around cropping of pictures um so for example instead if, per, if a person's halfway in the picture um then just cut them out kind of thing um more about cropping your images better which i learned which was which was really helpful never thought about that but um, mostly he was just really kind of plugging his book to be honest 
Um, and what else did we learn? I learned about the importance of tribes. And the minute that we came back, tribes were the most, one of the most helpful things ever. And for me, um, as soon as we finished with that, that uh, T-Bex, like I immediately uh, started our own tribe with us. So for example, uh, some of the people that we were hanging around with all the time during T-Bex, like we created our own little tribe and the tribes are so helpful because you could bounce ideas off each other. You could run ideas off each other. You could have people hold you accountable to specific things that you're trying to accomplish. Um, it's, it's just great. Uh, so the, the importance of tribes is huge, especially in a world of travel blogging where there's so much of us. And these Facebook groups are amazing um, because, I mean, I if it weren't for Facebook groups, I wouldn't have met even you if it wasn't for the Facebook groups. They're so valuable. Uh, but at the same time, they can be overwhelming because different travel bloggers are at different places in their journey. So when you're in these groups, you're constantly overwhelmed and bombarded by people talking about 8 million things that, that all are important for your blog, but they're important at different points of your blogging career. And you get overwhelmed with it. And you easily start to you know feel like, I don't want to do this anymore. But when you're with tribes, you know you, it helps you to focus on specific things and, and get yourself together. So tribes was one thing that I learned. Um, and more content, like presenting, the one thing that I learned from Fly Brother, um, his presentation was great. Um, I learned about presenting my content in more than one way. And I was kind of already doing that because, um, you know, I do have my blog post, so I'm doing my writing. Um, and uh, I was always doing videos. But then he was also talking about doing podcasts. And at that time, you were already doing podcasts. So I was like, Damn it, that Danielle, she's already ahead of the game. Um, but, <laughs> but 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 because you were doing it, I, I already knew that you know what, like um, that's something that that I definitely want to do. And um, but at the same time, he was also talking about it as well, so it kind of solidified that you know what, like present your content in different fashions. And um, I have no problem talking, as you can clearly see. I can't stop talking, so I have no problem talking. Um, so I just thought, well why not do a podcast as well and add it to the whole arsenal of ways that you can deliver your content. Um, and we also, I also learned about Insta stories, which was really huge. And I finally figured out a way that I could incorporate Insta stories into um, all my other content that I have, because, you know, I don't have enough things to do as it is. <laughs> but you touch on a really great point is that when you go to these conferences, you're going to be bombarded with so many different aspects of the online online blogging business. So it's it could be hard to concentrate and to figure out like what you should focus in. But I have some tips that we could talk about later. But it's it's really interesting that you were able to learn a bunch of new things that you've been able to implement immediately. It's actionable stuff for the most part, right? But but I find the biggest takeaway honestly um is that you just need to know when you need to take that on because because you're going to get you're always going to feel that you're behind the eight ball and um you're always going to feel like uh if i'm not doing this then i'm not going to succeed and you know every single thing that all these bloggers do every piece of it's important whether it's pinterest whether it's insta stories whether it's instagram youtube videos whatever they're all important but there's just a time and a place you got to kind of like figure out what needs to come first and then deal with that and then deal with the other stuff as it comes. 
Uh, and I think it's very easy to get overwhelmed. So you got to kind of have goals and just set out what you're there to do. I know Kevin, for example, he was there. I'm just here to really to meet brands. Like, do you know what I mean? So that like he had a goal. That's what he wanted to do. Right. So I think you need to go in there with a goal. Like, what are you trying to accomplish here? Because you're just going to get bombarded with stuff and, you know, it's gonna, you're going to get sidetracked and <laughs> it's very easy to get lost. To yes, be I, I totally, I totally agree. Now, in terms of for me, like what I found super valuable, I went to the session called Marketing Yourself Through LinkedIn with Curran McKenzie. And that was an intermediate session. And I thought that it was phenomenal because LinkedIn is one of those platforms that is super underrated for content creators because we think it's just for business and networking and professional career. But there, it's actually a goldmine. But here are the things that I found that was super insightful about LinkedIn that Kerwin was able to share. So within the LinkedIn app, there is this find nearby feature. And what it does is that when you turn it on, it actually enables your phone through Bluetooth and you're able to connect with people who are literally in your vicinity with a click of a button. So you no longer have to say, hey, find me on LinkedIn. Here's my name. Let me type it in your phone and then let me hit connect. No, through this find nearby feature, you could just, you know, enable your Bluetooth and then the people around you will pop up and you can just connect with them so much faster. And in this session, Kerwin actually said, you know, he actually encourages all to do it. And I was able to connect with like 20 different people within that session in a matter of minutes. So I really thought that was super valuable. So now next time when I go to different conferences, I know, hey, why don't you turn on your Bluetooth on LinkedIn and let's connect. And that will be a quick, quick, quick. And we can move on to the next thing that we have to do. So I really like that. Did you know about that, Chris? I didn't even know that you could do so much things with with um, uh, LinkedIn like that. I just really thought that it was just important for you to have like sort of like a business profile up and then just, you know, in case people wanted to find you, but I actually didn't know that you can do, take it to another level. So that's like a really great takeaway there. So I, I love that. And I, and it actually opened my mind to say, you know what, LinkedIn is a platform that I should be promoting more. So I've definitely been using LinkedIn. And another session that I really enjoyed was five things to know about Facebook in late 2018 with Eden Rudden. And I, I mean, I just walked away with so many valuable tips, but here are a couple of things that she mentioned. She said that when you're posting on your Facebook page, you should not be posting more than once a day because the more you post, the less likely that people who follow you will see your work. So I was like, okay, great. So now I know post once a day and try to post consistently, post every day, but once a day. And then she had a formula where she said, you know, what happens is that Facebook wants you to create content and for them, for pretty much your audience to stay on Facebook. So when you say, hey, click this link and go to my blog post, you're directing people away from Facebook. So that's not really ideal. So her formula was two days a week or two times consecutively, post content within Facebook, which means repurpose your content, change your blog post or like, you know, take snippets of your blog post and put that on and keep your keep your followers on Facebook for two days. And then the third day, link out to your blog post or link out to your YouTube channel or link out to your podcast. So that was really cool. So now I know post once a day, two days, make sure you create content that keeps them on Facebook. And then the third day you can create content that, you know, 
promotes something that you want them to click on. She also talked about recommending us to respond back to comments within 24 hours. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And it's sometimes you forget because you're like, oh, I'll get to that later. And then it kind of, you know, goes by the wayside. So she said she recommended to post, you know, to respond to comments within 24 hours. Now, the thing that blew my mind, Chris, was that she said that, you know, when you create content on Facebook and people like and love and heart and wow your content, right? When you look at the list of people, like there's a link where you could look at the list of people who engage with your post, click on that link and then invite them to like your page. So this is a great way to boost and grow your Facebook page by people who are already engaging with your content because they already engaged, they already, they, they like it, they wow it, they heart it. So why don't you just now capture them and have them like your page? So now I do it like clockwork. Whenever I have a content and someone engages my page, I just look to see if they've been invited and I invite them. So that's how I've been steadily been able to grow my Facebook page. So I I mean, I just dropped the mic right there, right? (laughs) (laughs) The last one, the last one I I knew about, um, because uh, Facebook will actually, sometimes it'll remind you, it'll tell you that this person um, you know, was interacting with your content, you should invite them to like your page. And when and whenever Facebook does that, I actually go right away and I go and I, I invite them. So it's good to know that I didn't know that you could actually do that yourself. I was just, well, I would only do it when Facebook would tell me. Uh, so that's good to know. Um, and the, the posting stuff, um, yeah, Facebook, they've, they've changed their algorithm for sure. So now, like the minute that you you post stuff to leave Facebook, they're like, if you ever notice, like the videos are like this little, like for me, for when I post up to my videos, it's this little square that's in the corner. It's not the full pretty video with the thumbnail. <laughs> like they're really making it uninviting as possible. So you're definitely right. Like they definitely want you to keep. They want uh, Facebook wants you to keep people on Facebook. And unfortunately, the only way out of that is if you pay for ads. So if you pay for an ad, then it will link out to your blog. That's the only way that that it'll, it'll you can promote it now is if you actually pay for it. Um, but I'll add to that. Um, the, uh, Facebook, since they took Instagram, they've really been promoting the video side of things. So, um, you know, if you have a YouTube video, then you just upload it to Facebook because it's definitely going to get much more views and much more play than if you were to link to your YouTube video anyways. So um, I do that a lot now. So I'll release a video on YouTube and then uh, a week later I'll release the same video on Facebook. So it's uploaded separately. I'm not linking to YouTube. I'm just uploading the same video to Facebook. And then it has much better views and things like that because it's on Facebook officially. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. That That's super important. And, you know, these are the things that you are learning at the conference. And they're, and you know, they're tidbits and they're like piece of information, but they really add up and they could really impact, impact your blog, your blogging business. Do you have any like tips in terms of like, you know, how to go about when you're going to the Teabags conference, like how to maximize your time or, or some of the things that you found super helpful that you did to help make the conference better? If you have um, people that you're already going there with, um, I would definitely try to divide and conquer because you can't be everywhere at once. Um, And there's definitely going to be things that you uh, are going to be interested in that are going to take place at the same time. So I would definitely try to figure out 
um, who's going where, which one of your friends is attending what, and to see if you could get some kind of Google Doc going where you can share all this information. And don't be afraid to duck out, you know, like uh, you've done that a couple of times, like when you realize that, you know, like I think I kind of, I know this, um, what was that other one that I wanted to go to? And then you would just duck out and just jump into a different session. And I think that's okay too. So, um, yeah, just knowing if you if you could find people that that uh, that you know already or whatnot, and just you know make a pact and just kind of go and tackle everything together, uh, I think that's definitely um, the most valuable way of attacking um, the blogs. And don't be afraid. Uh, sorry, the sessions. And don't be afraid. You're, I mean, you're surrounded by travel bloggers. You're surrounded by um, TBEX and courses and all that aside. You're surrounded by your own people. So don't be afraid to like introduce yourself and network and get business cards and and people that you've been following for for you know in social media and people that you've been you know wanting to work with on certain things. Uh, people whose blogs are similar to yours. Um, I mean, now's a perfect opportunity to just meet up with people, introduce yourself and, and, and build, uh, you know, more friends in this game. Um, because, you know, I learned pretty much uh, almost as much as I learned at TBEX itself. I learned just from talking with people, just being in the bars um, after the TBEX session and talking with people over a beer or over dinner, um, just, you know, networking. Like I learned so much. Um, just from, you know, after hours and things like that. So just be prepared to learn and, you know, don't be afraid to kind of get out there and just introduce yourself, um, but definitely have goals. You definitely need to have goals, like whether it's which sessions you want, what you're trying to achieve, um, goals based on where you currently are in your blogging journey, goals surrounding that, and then goals as to who you want to meet, who you, who would you like to work with, uh, those kind of things, like just have goals so you can make sure you can get the most out of it, which brands you want to work with, just have goals, I think is the best way. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to piggyback off that and say, don't forget to bring your business cards. Like that is the one of the most important things that you can hand out and ways to connect with people, as well as like, don't feel shy about taking breaks. If you need to take, you know, a break in terms of like take a nap or go work out or fuel your body in some way, definitely do it because these days are very long and you're going to be learning a lot. So don't feel, you know, don't be afraid to take some breaks. But at the same time, I would also say, you know, the, the savvy traveler in me is like when you wake up early and I recommend waking up early, take advantage of the free breakfast. I know at our hotel, we had free breakfast, before a certain time. So that was able, like right off the back, I had breakfast, I fueled my body, I made sure I worked out, and then I was able to to tackle the day. I also wanted to say, let's say if money is an issue and you're saying, okay, I really want to invest. Because when you're going to these conferences to, you know, perfect your craft, you're doing an investment in yourself. Like you're investing in you, right? But that investment costs money. So I would say if you're looking to save some money, find a roommate and that could help you share, that could help you like really shave a lot of costs when it comes to hotel or like you, Chris, you guys all drove down together. So that definitely, that definitely helped in saving 
for transportation. And if you and if you are looking for a roommate, you can just create a post on Facebook within the Facebook community. So each TBEX event has its own Facebook community and you can ask questions, you can collaborate with people, and you could also say, hey, I'm looking for a roommate, you know, anyone interested, and you'll get hits because there's plenty of people who are on the same boat as you. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on in the Facebook group. Uh, people asking, "Who are you? How are you getting down there? Who has, uh, you know, who's looking for a roommate?" There was a lot of that going on, and that's a great tip. Yes, yes. And also, we kind of touched upon this, Chris, we talked about, you know, go to sessions where there's there are some gaps within your knowledge. Like, what's going to happen is like, when you go to a lot of sessions that you know, all the information, like, it kind of does you a disservice, because sometimes it's a good reminder. But sometimes you're like, Oh, well, I already know that confidently, and I'm already applying that. So for me, one of the things that I do is I always look at when I'm looking at the schedule, what are things that I feel like, I can benefit from immediately. What are the things that I can implement right away so that I feel, I feel super fresh, rejuvenated so that when I come home, I have, you know, a list of things to do. And that to do list, I try not to make it more than like three or four things because like we said, overwhelm is real. It's, it's so true. It's just, it's like, it's like, where do you start? Like when I first started with this blog, I was like, I was just getting bombarded. Like this person over here is working on newsletters. This person over here is working on pitching. This person over here is working on affiliate links. And I'm just kind of like, like, where do I start? You know what I mean? So yeah, you're definitely, you're right. Like just take it one step at a time and, and just create goals for yourself. And, and I think that's always the best way to help keep you focused. That's you're absolutely right on that one for sure. Chris, this was so much fun. I cannot wait to see you in Montana. I can't believe we're going to Montana, number one, but super excited to see you in Montana. So tell the listeners how they can connect with you and where they can check you out. So um, all my, I'm on social media everywhere. Um, most of my handles are all at rudderless um, underscore either Trav, I think it's the Twitter one, rudderless, R-U-D-D, um, E-R-L-E-S-S underscore Trav. And then for everything else, it's rudderless underscore travel. But the best way to to find me is just to go to my travel blog, which is rudderless, R-U-D-D-E-R-L-E-S-S travel, T-R-A-V-E-L dot com. And from there, you'll be able to find links to all my social media. And your YouTube channel. Yes, plug that in. My YouTube channel is just look for Christopher Rudder. Um, uh, just links to my YouTube channel from my website as well. But my YouTube channel is, uh, it's under my name. It's just Christopher Rudder. So if you search my name, my YouTube channel will come up. like to share one tip that I learned at this amazing gathering of travel bloggers, and it's from Ernest White II. He told us that you are perfect as you are right now. You don't need to wait to be perfect. And I think that's something that we all need to remember. I think we're all a little bit difficult, a little bit hard on ourselves. And if we remember that we have something different to offer than the person sitting next to us, We can become part of a community and we can move forward.
So I guess the final message is you'll never be perfect because you already are. Thanks. You can catch up with me at writingthedime.com. I'm Deborah Fingerlow. Thanks. Hey, everyone. I'm travel YouTuber Deanna Troy Travels. Nice to meet you. This was my first time at TVX, and I was really nervous, but then I learned a lot and I made so many friends that it totally made up for it. Two things I learned were from Our Awesome Planet and Traveling Jewels. Our Awesome Planet taught me to always have a three-arc story structure and to think about storyboards when making your movies. Traveling Jewels taught me to always have action in every single shot and to never have a still frame. Overall, TVX was so much fun, and I can't wait for next year. Hey, Danielle. Hey, travelers. It's Shara Jones of Chapter2Traveler.com. I'm a newbie blogger and was a first-time TBEXer at TBEX 2018. My key takeaway was the importance of an email list and the need to nurture your email community. This was touched on in many of the sessions and is something that, frankly, I have dreaded doing. I feared being the inbox intruder, but I plan to conquer that fear this weekend with a few immediately actionable tasks. I'll be creating several awesome and targeted opt-ins that will provide value to the subscriber. This way I can begin to segment my email content and deliver relevant content to that subscriber. I'm creating a nurture sequence to welcome my subscribers and allow them to get to know, like, and trust me. I'm envisioning five emails over 10 days, but that may change once I get into the creating process. I'm also creating a three-question survey to connect, engage, and learn about what my subscribers want to see in my content. I've created a survey in the past, but this one will be more narrow-focused and part of the nurturing sequence. So there you have it. My weekend is blocked off, and the fear of the email list will be slayed. Happy travels!